Hey John, how's it going today? Um, it's going. Yeah? I'm chilling. Chilling a little bit more than usual. Yeah, what's going on? Um, well first I'm gonna give my day recap. Uh, my day started at 10 today. Uh -huh. Um, I had a family reunion. Oh. Nightmare. Uh. Yeah, those are always fun. Uh. I don't know what uh, family reunions are like for, for most families, like the average family. I don't know how, mm. how big it is for them. Uh, but I feel like 40 to 50 people is a bit large. And I don't know. Family, my, the family reunions I always end up going to always feel like there's like 10 to 20 more people than there should be. It's hard for me to... to um to make a statement on this because while I, my immediate family, I only have one sibling and my two parents, but my dad is the eldest of nine children. So family reunions for me are also quite large. So I yeah. sympathize with the struggle. Yeah. The, the way family reunions work for my family usually is they'll look to the oldest person still alive in the, the family tree. They go back as far as they can. And then they invite everyone that descended from that person. And okay, I maybe siblings, I, I, too. My so, family hasn't had one of those in a long time, and it's probably because uh, it would explode. It would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of babies. This one kid pointed at me and said, you're wearing a wig. And I, <laughs> I, I honest to God, almost punched a kid today. <laughs> uh... Send think, that little fucker ragdolling. I think kids need to be taught respect. <laughs> it is it is crazy. Just like I, kids are so out of fucking pocket sometimes. I love kids. Yeah, and then he went back. He went back to playing on his Nintendo Switch. I was so mad. <laughs> um. So like, how do you have one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So we we left there a little early because today's today's my my cousin Destiny's birthday. Happy birthday, Destiny. She, Happy birthday. She listens sometimes, I think. Uh, but I told her I'd give her a shout out because today's her birthday. Um, and so to celebrate her birthday, we 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 went up to a, a shop uh about 40 to 50 minutes away. This is a this is a 18 plus segment because I'm talking about substances. Uh uh oh. Uh <laughs> getting saucy today. Um track down some Delta 8. Copped, mm -hmm. copped me some gummies. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and I may or may not have eaten one. <laughs> like, Godspeed. four hours ago. And then it took like two and a half hours to kick in. All right. And that's where I am now. Uh, I'm so, functional. I'm functional. Just so we're clear. Right I'm big chilling. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. And then we walked through... Downtown Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, if anybody knows anything about that city, it is not that great. It's like very mediocre. <laughs> uh, we had some mediocre pizza. I paid ten. Let's go. I, I paid ten dollars for a, a personal pan mediocre pizza. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's like not the worst price, but like pizza, you really you have a sliding scale with like dollar slices. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to compete in the the avenue in like the market for efficient shitty pizza. Yeah. 
I, I, I stared at my $10 pizza for a good like 30 to 40 seconds and I was like, I've had a single slice of pizza the same size of this pizza in New York for a dollar. <laughs> and it was way better. Why, why, yep. am, <laughs> why am I paying $10 for this pizza? <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Uh, But that's how my day was. I'm, cool. ch- I'm chilling. How, how was your day? Um, my day has been pretty uneventful. Um, it's it's a weekend. I didn't have anything specific planned, so I played a bunch of Elden Ring. Um, cool, cool. But I guess another thing, stuff I've been up to. Uh, last weekend, uh, I went to Yu-Gi-Oh Regionals in historic Edison, New Jersey, um, which is not historic for any reason, not related to Yu-Gi-Oh. But it is uh, <laughs> notably the site of one of the, like the the most um. One of the most, uh, like, I guess, famous tournaments of all time. They're like the the format during that event, well, but the format that event occurred during is like renowned as like one of the best times to be in the game, and it's like one of the more popular legacy formats. So I got to mm-hmm. go to the venue that that was hosted at, and that was cool. Um, I wiped out after three rounds because I got three losses in a row. Uh, first two because I kind of. Uh, it was it was a mixture of um me in round one. I literally just forgot that when you're in tournament, there's like time rules. Um, and so, like, I got to game three, and I had it all set up in such a way that, like, there was no way my opponent was going to win, but I forgot the way that time worked, and I had less life points, so I lost. And then round two, um, I played poorly, and then I had really bad luck in game three with my opening hand, and then in round three, I played against the, the most, um, dice-rolling Mario Party deck that's currently in the metagame, and he opened all his bonus stars, so I lost. So at that point, I, uh, I just kind of hung out. Very cool. What's up? Very cool. Uh, but yeah, so um, after that, it was just kind of, you know, the, enjoying the environment of, like, you know, getting to spend all day surrounded by other nerds who enjoy your weird niche hobby. So that was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, first time I've been able to, like, get out of the house and, like, go to, like, a big nerd event since the pandemic started. <laughs> um, and thankfully, uh, of all of Konami's shitty practices, they are uh, they're pretty on point with requiring like masks and um i think even at some of the bigger events like they've required like people to have proof of vaccination so generally like it's pretty good experience all around not much to be guilty about it's fucking three years how many two years into a pandemic and we're still concerned about the shit i'm so tired of this man. man regardless uh i had a great time last weekend um and then i this week has kind of been uneventful. Uh, my roommate got his wisdom teeth out, so I had to babysit him a little bit after that. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been, I've been up to. Very cool. I think I think the only other notable thing that's happened with me this week is uh, I I have a a meeting on Friday oh. with a recruiter for a big name company that I'm going to refrain from naming on air in case anything oh. plays out. Uh, I, I, I received an email and I was like, okay, it's a, it's a, I'll, 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 I'll drop some hints just in case I'm, I, I have fingers crossed. It's a, what's the acronym now? It's not FANG anymore. Cause two of the companies changed their names. I don't fucking know. Uh, it's one of those in there. And he, <laughs> he, he sent me an email, uh, and Naturally, since I, I, I'm I'm very insecure about about mm-hmm. my skills, I was like, this isn't even worth my time. There's no way I'm gonna land a job at big name company. And right. so and so I ignore the email. 
and then he he emails me again like <laughs> like within five days like he e- no he didn't even email me he messaged me on LinkedIn and he was like hey you seem like a really good candidate just want to give give it a second reach out attempt and I was like you know what since this since he's double messaging me uh I'll I'll play his game I'll I'll do it I'll I'll hear him out uh and then he asks for my email on LinkedIn and I very shamefully told him the exact same email that he already emailed and got no response from and, uh. and, and it felt very embarrassing but I'm sure he thought nothing of it but I like blowing things out of proportion yeah probably not yeah uh, but that's cool. Fi- uh, fingers crossed. I want money. <laughs> best of luck. That's that's some money. That's money right there. John's gonna be making NFTs in the next six months. Let's go. We're gonna have a Homestuck podcast NFT. <laughs> what it's, would our NFT be? The, would it just be like the logo? Would it be something boring? It would be a really, really sharp version of the Drake Tavros gif. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm on board with selling NFTs of that. Actually, I think <laughs> we can we can randomize we can no oh my god wait no 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 it, it doesn't have to be just Tavros it can be any tr- that's the You're this right. is the NFT element. You're right. It could be any troll ever. Any troll your your randomly generated tokenized troll turning into Drake. <laughs> wait wait <laughs> the 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 patron tier we can change it from. Your your fan troll will be a part of the podcast to we will mint your fan troll on the blockchain. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Can we do that though? Like, I know it's like the joke patron tiers that nobody will ever fulfill, but like, we would have we we might have to do that if depend. I don't know. I assume anybody who would do that would um would be understand it was a joke. But yeah. that'd be very fun. That'd be a very funny situation to like be armbarred into minting someone's <laughs> troll as an NFT because of our Patreon tier. Our greatest scam ever. <laughs> oh, it all comes tumbling down. Anyway, speaking of everything coming tumbling down, do you want to talk about Friends? Oh my god, I would love to talk about Friends. Him, the the end of Friends. Him, um, and and the lead up to it. All right, so we got we got a lot of fun on our hands today. I think uh, we got a pretty solid block of trolls lined up, and our nice little epilogue chapter. So. I guess I will start us out with uh, our first, um, Daria, uh, what's her last name? John Jet. John Jet. Daria John Jet. All right. So, uh, Daria is our rebellious teen character. Yes. Um, she's, she's, uh, very disaffected, uh, nihilistic, uh, just hates authority through and through. Um... You know the type. Uh, she's great. So, we're strolling around a random, uh, the Cerulean neighborhood. Um, we run into Daria on the way to a party uh, on our way to Elwards. Um, there appears to be a, a party going on that she's on her way to. Um, uh, you meet up with her, um, and MSP readers' insect instincts take over. And uh, you get on board with her to go to this party. So you you go up to the party, uh, have an impromptu encounter with Chehut that leaves Daria pretty rattled. Uh, Chehut's being her kind of weird, uh, imposing self, mm-hmm. and Daria's a little in over. Real, she's in a little bit over her head uh, after this encounter. 
So we decide to uh, take off and not go to this party. Um, and so we're walking around, and Dry is like, hey, what do you want to do? So uh, this is this point that our paths diverge. So if we uh, choose to just go with whatever Dry wants to do, we're like, all right, what do you what do you want to do? What do you usually use your free time on? Um, she takes us to the outskirts of the city, uh, or outside of the city, um, and we eventually travel to a, a called out, um, no longer habited, uh, old Alternian city. Yes. Um, which, uh, Daria Filson was, uh, cleared out a long time ago, um, by order of the Empress. Uh, and she takes us to her favorite, uh, her favorite spot, uh, one of our favorite spots to unwind, which is this uh, abandoned mall. We get to do some urbex with Daria. Um, so we're walking around this old uh, abandoned mall, um, and Daria mentions some interesting tidbits about how, uh, in her exploring around here and looking around here, it seems like uh, th- these ruins indicate that uh, adults at one point lived on Alternia, um, and that this mall was operated in part and used by both uh children and troll adults yeah. um which is a interesting reveal yeah um we eventually find a way to the food court where uh we get in this conversation with Daria um, about her personal feelings uh, about um being born into a system where her fate is decided from her from the start uh, the just uh, blatant and severe unjustness of alternative society and just how everything just fucking sucks in general. You get the point by now. Um, and over the course of this conversation, Daria is really caught up in this nihilistic uh, fury. Um, she really uh, lets herself sink into the nothing matters mentality and it culminates in her throwing a chair into a grease fryer in the food court and blowing up the mall and you escaping with no uh with no sign of her so that's our bad ending our good ending um where we choose to instead of going along with whatever she wants to do we decide to wander the streets like hoodlums um and so uh we get to walking around downtown um and we eventually run into tizius uh on the street uh who, who is uh, is like, all right, don't tell me what you're doing. Uh, you're making friends with this with this jade blood here. Fun stuff. So, uh, MSP reader, uh, seeing this golden opportunity, decides to introduce Tizius and uh, Daria, um, thinking that you know maybe Tizius can help Daria out of this funk that she's feeling, or these help her uh, deal with these emotions that she's working through. Um, Tizius uh, looks Daria up and down. And immediately uh, is like, all right, I see you're in your rebellious teenager phase where you decided not to care about anything. Uh, let me tell you about how that uh, really never worked for me. Um, Daria lashes out in response uh, to being talked down or looked down upon. Uh, and is like, I don't like, I don't care about what you're doing. Like, why should I listen to you? Um, the society we live in obviously uh, would just punish us with death for trying to change things. And everything sucks so much that there's just no point in changing. Th- I mean, there's no point in trying. So, like, why should I ever listen to you? Um, just ang- angry uh, teenage sentiment. Um, yeah. 
probably familiar to many. Uh, Tizius uh, responds um, by uh, she. she uh, well, let's see. Uh, after after her outburst, um, you you and Tizius kind of bring her down a little bit. And Dariah does apologize and uh, acknowledge that maybe she was being a bit of a dick. Um, she kind of has, like, this... She she has a very, I think, deeply relatable, like, teenage come-down moment yeah. where uh, Tizius is like, I'm just trying to explain to you, like, how, to, how I make things work better for myself. And she realizes that she's lashing out with sentiments that... Uh, are probably probably don't probably aren't new to the person she's talking to and she realizes that she's just not being constructive and she apologizes and backs down and it's yeah a very it's it's a very funny thing to observe um deeply relatable and Tizius goes on just be like yeah so i do uh she explains like i know how you feel um like everything does suck and it's paralyze it's it's it is paralyzing to to think about like the scale of it all versus just us but uh, at the end of the day i just do i contribute to i make i try to make a change that could someday change the world um and it does help me sleep better at night but like who gives a shit uh how it makes me feel if i'm already if i'm actually doing it yeah um and you come out of it uh uh was daria realizes that Tizius and Dry realize that maybe there's some, some help that Dry could provide to Tizius by uh, giving her access to stuff in the Jade Blood libraries, and you you, you wrap it all up in this very very nice little um, Dry learns a lesson, um, and Tizius gets to espouse some knowledge, and it's it's very it's very sweet and fun. Uh, so yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty much it. What what do you think of uh, Dry's route? Uh, it's good. I like Daria. Yeah. She's like the Joker. I, I agree. Excuse me? <laughs> She's like the Joker. Society. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I really like this, Bart, because, um, it's like, everybody that we've, uh, met up to this point, uh, all, all of the, the political trolls, yeah. um, have, like, a very mature outlook on things, or, like, yeah. if not mature, like, one that's clearly a bit more developed, um, or adult than Daria, and, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's, uh, both funny and really, like, it, it, it completes what it's going for to have Daria's inclusion here of, like, the per the, the the person who understands that everything is fucked up, um, but has resigned to never doing anything about it because it, you know why would why even try? Yeah. Um, and I like the the way that it engages it with it as like a for what it is instead of like being chatting about it or like condescending. Yeah. Um, Dar- while still being a little bit condescending because it is like a very teenage thing and Daria acts in very teenage ways, but you yeah. know. We've all been there. Yeah, I was gonna say Dario feels like a a very real character. Mm-hmm. Because I I think I I would imagine there are more than just her that feel that way. Like it it it, it does feel like a very real frustrated teenager type of person. Yeah. Um. I 
I, 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 I just like that, like, this is a, um, an angle from which we get into it from. I, if anything, yeah. I kind of wish that we had gotten her a little bit earlier, just because all of the other trolls are so much more uh, politically and, sl- like, mature than her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that, that's such a minor complaint that, like, I don't know if it was worth even, like, and it, like pursuing yeah. it's really good i love i love this inclusion the inclusion of this in the story yeah also um, it's, it's always nice to see tizius yes we love tizius uh yeah i i i, I like daria a lot uh she's pretty good yeah um yeah i, I don't know how much there is to say about Dar- i i think she's really good but uh the that I, I I don't think there's like a ton of, of really, I don't think there's a ton of controversy or extra things there to dig into. Yeah. Oh, uh, that I that I picked up on at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty good. All right. Uh, do we want to move it along already? <laughs> yes. We gotta. All right. We gotta get to the, the good stuff. The star of the show. All right. So important important controversy. Is it Nikki or Nike? Uh, because I think Nikki Moolah is a way better wrestler name, but there's like a there the uh there's a line in there that's like it calls one removes the spiky Nike, and I think that that's supposed to like rhyme. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Nikki Moolah. I I'm glad we can yeah, agree on this. Yeah, it sounds way better. All right. Anyway, Nikki Moolah. Um what 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 a what a route we have on our hands here. Yeah. Alright. You sound so dejected. It, it's I I this was another one of those routes where I like I completely forgot what happened and I was very taken off guard. Wow. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Well, uh, I guess let's get into it then. Yes. Alright. So this one begins, uh, the, the premise of this one is we've been invited out to a wrestling show by Amicia. Uh, she's won two tickets, and we are the lucky uh, recipient of the second. Um, we, uh, so we, we are at the wrestling show. It's much like a human wrestling show, but with more violence. Of so course. Par for the course for Alternia. Um, we witness uh, a fight end in a pretty grisly uh, little face crunch. Um... And we watch the the loser uh, be carried off uh, on a stretcher, which is you know always great to see. Uh, and as as uh, we are left alone by Amicia for a moment, uh, a promoter swings by and picks us up, and it's like, "Hey kid, um, you want to do some wrestling?" And uh, because we are here, we say, "You know, why not? Fuck it, let's go." So we learn. Uh, we learn of our opponent, uh, the famed, uh, Nikki Moolah, uh, who Amicia was talking to us about a little bit. Um, famous beloved troll wrestler. Um, and we've learned that, uh, notably her opponent in the ring tonight has, uh, gotten owned epically, uh, by some, some kind of, some, uh, instance of local wildlife. Uh, and there's a spot that needs to be filled and who better to fill it than the weird alien everyone's been talking about. So we could take him backstage. Um, we we meet uh, the, we meet the star of our chapter, uh, Nikki herself. Um, she is she is quite the character. Uh, she's the she's the the um, 
big buff uh meathead uh I don't even know what the is is there like a name for this archetype of character? Um um she's the, she's the jock. She's aggressively the jock in every aspect. Yeah. Uh like a hyper jock. Um and she owns honestly. I love her. Um so we uh we are we she uh she, we she meets us and she's like, "All right, you want me to do a show with uh this little fucking stringy little alien motherfucker?" Um, and, uh, MSP reader, uh, as is, as they are wont to do, um, immediately, uh, spins a tall tale about, uh, their passion for wrestling, um, and the, their fervor to be in the ring, uh, and how there, nothing else matters to them at this point. So, uh, Nikki is inspired, uh, by our speech and agrees to have us, uh, to take us on as a partner. So, um, she's like, all right, so we get in there. I'm going to take care of the storyline. You're going to go along with it. Uh, and we're going to put on a show. So you go and you put on a show and you get, uh, you get knocked out in, in seconds, uh, by your own attack. Very cool. It's great. So you wake up in, in Nikki's hive, uh, 40 minutes later. And she's like, you've wasted so much time. Um, I see so much potential in you. Uh, do you want, do, do you want to walk the path of greatness with me? Um, she warns you that, uh, should you accept, uh, you'll be, uh, subjected to, uh, the workout from hell, basically. So we are offered a choice, um, in which we can either accept, uh, or, or hesitate to accept her offer. Um, if we accept her offer immediately, uh, we are taken through the workout from hell. Um, there is a, a wonderful little, uh... Uh, training montage uh, describing all of the various nightmare workout equipment and scenarios. Um, we we learn of uh, the horrors of Gatorade mixed with milk. I I like I like physically gagged when I read that because it I I, I could taste it I could feel it I don't know I I did not like it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Hive Swap Friendsim has has featured uh, a, a child getting graphically stabbed to death, and I think that the Gatorade milk might be the most objectionable <laughs> yeah. description of anything yeah. in there. <laughs> um, but uh, uh we, we uh, at the end of it, uh, we we uh we rise from the floor, uh, broken and battered, um, to the uh, beaming pride of Nikki Moolah, and she's like. Uh, I have seen nobody else throw themselves, uh, at this, uh, like you have, uh, even when you were, you, you are, you, like, you're dying, I tried to kill you, and you persevered, um, and, uh, you, you share this, this glorious moment of friendship together where you've earned her respect, and, uh, and you are on the path to swollenness, and it's great. Very cool. What a what a straightforward and simple good end. Surely yeah. the bad end will be exactly like that. Yeah, sure. Surely this will be a, a easy, simple one. Um, so should we hesitate to accept Nikki's offer? Uh, she is she she takes she sees us for what we are. We are we are not prepared to um to enter the Church of Iron with her. And she kicks us out, and she says, "Never come back. Uh, you disrespect my art." Um, so the the sad music starts to play, uh, and we consider, you know, 
damn, I guess we we made the wrong decision. Uh, we are now in the in the in the doomed friendship timeline. Uh, but then we think, but what if we can forge our own fate? What if we can make our own path? Hmm. And so we go to Stelsa's, and we're like, hey. You seem uh, workout minded. Uh, let's let's go jogging together. Uh, there's a wonderful little domestic scene when you where you go to uh, Stelsa's. Um, Tizius is hanging out there. We get uh, an epic uh, double Tizius feature Woo! in this vol in this volume. Um, but yeah, uh, we uh, we get to we hang with uh, Tizius and Stelsa for a little bit. Um, and we make a workout plan with Stelsa where. Uh, we go jogging together, um, and after, uh, wh- what is the unit of time they describe it? the perigee? I don't know. The, yeah, the... yeah, per- perigees are months, I think. That would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, af- after a perigee's worth of workouts, however many workouts that might be, uh, we know, we've, 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 we see some self-improvement in ourselves, we're feeling better, we're a little bit more fit, um, we, we are reaping the rewards of an exercise routine uh modest yet substantial as as a regular physical activity tends to tends to reward you with um and we're like all right it's time to go back and prove ourselves to nikki uh so we get in our car but we are assuaged with doubt at the last minute and we decide there's only one thing to do uh, when we are afflicted with doubt like this and that is that we are going to motherfucking meditate on it we're going to blitz our chakras today (laughs) So, uh, we, we get out our ambient noise, uh, our, our, our ocean wave now noises, um, and we sit down and we start meditating and, uh, we are guided, we are guided through, uh, the sequence of MSP readers meditation. So we start to, we, 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 we envision causality as a river and we try to call into focus, uh, where we are in the branching rivers of causality and what uh what 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 the future may hold um and as we do this uh we see many things from our, our journey so far um we see uh our bad all, all our, our bad timelines where our friends died um we see uh there there's a a, a sudden cut into the moment where Toronto was talking about uh the friendly stranger who tells us she's doing such a great job um we see uh, our own deaths um, we catch up through the current route, and we see a vision of the future, going back to Nikki's, a horrifically ill-conceived plan to prove ourselves, um, somehow taking off her other functional leg, uh, being chased through town by Nikki, uh, Nikki being killed by a train and being cybernetically reconstructed, um, and a chase which, and a chase with, a cyborg Nikki that ends with her own demise, and we wake up from this meditation session, and we decide... We're gonna go back to Celsus. And that's how it ends. Hmm. What what interesting <laughs> stuff. What do you make of that? What, um, what do you think? Well, I mean I did read the rest of Friendsim. So mm-hmm. I don't have much speculation <laughs> to make on it. But um I didn't expect it at all. Yeah, um, it sneaks up on you. It really comes out of nowhere, um, and it took me a minute to realize what was going on, but, uh, it's, it's really good, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad that, uh, th- that this was explored before the end, this, this like, idea of 
MSPA reader like breaking out of the doomed, like trying to to fix fate. Yeah. Um, and uh, meeting the consequences in like a very homestuck doomed timeline style that we're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I I love the. I love all that. Yeah. Um, the the whole the whole meditation sequence I think is a really well done sequence and is a mm-hmm. it's like just the right amount of homestuck that I've been needing. It's 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 yes. a very good sequence. Yeah, it plays a little bit with the with like the the medium a little like there's there's some cute little um sequences playing with the text box in the background and stuff. Yeah. Um there was also like a what I felt like is was an outright confirmation of uh Tarona, Tarona's contact yeah. being Doc Scratch, uh, because when when I like I said I I forgot this route, and when we were covering Tarona, it just said like at the bottom in the trivia section that it was theorized it was Doc Scratch, and, and th- this felt like an outright confirmation. <laughs> yeah, more or less confirming it completely. Um, with what we learned in the epilogue. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's pretty wild. Um, and I, there is like a, there's like a small amount of comfort in, um, like the, the the end going back to, to hang out with Stelsa and Tizius again. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's a small amount of comfort to be had of any, but it's, it's, there's a little bit of, uh, uh, solace, I think, in like, hey, at least this version of MS Reader gets to go back and hang out, uh, with, with like, the best characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, it's crazy shit. Um, it kind of overshadows, uh, like, Nikki a little bit, which is fine because, like, of being the bombastic, like, character, like, archetype she is. Yeah. I don't know how much that actually gives to work with in terms of, like, digging into deeper development, but I am a sucker for the, like, meathead, like, power lifting um like like the 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 epic training montage style yeah of character it's fun it's a lot of fun yeah i'll agree um but yeah the 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 real star of the show here is is the is the time travel bullshit um which i think is very fun uh in how it's executed and just like cool yeah from a narrative perspective of like what we've all gotten so far um, I, I like it a lot. It's very cool. Me too. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like we're, I, I, I don't want to like rush us through this too hard. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's some cute details here. There's some, yeah, there's like, oh, can we talk about the, the troll in the background of the gym? With the nipples. Disgusting nipples. <laughs> Uh, whatever artist drew that background was clearly very angry about Malik's sprite being nippleless. <laughs> so they had to leave their mark on history and reestablish nipples on trolls. We, we've confirmed that the trolls have nipples, and some of them have some, 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 some pretty uh, incredible features, to be sure. Um, I also love how the, the, the troll in the background that, that weird, the, the dude in the gym locker room is, like, hitting on is, like, she's got, like, a uh, roller skates on, yeah. like, just, and, like, an MMA helmet, like, just completely indistinguishable, whatever this troll sport is. 
Uh, just more, more fun background stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, same for the, uh, like, same for, like, the workout, uh, at Nikki's place. Um, I love the, the background. Like, there's one object in the background of, uh, Nikki's gym that's, like, there's just a chair with, like, uh, seat belts attached to it, and there's, like, a spiked plate above it, and there's just blood all over the wall behind it. Like, it's just mashing, it just, like, there's just no function into this machine besides murder. It's, it's hilarious. Shout out to the, the punching bag training dummy that was shaped like Equius. I, yes. I was like, I get that. I get that reference. It's him. He's here. Yeah, the the the, the Equus is lampshaded a little bit um in this in this route where it says like there's some notes like uh you wish you knew another blue blood or another blue blood who is like muscular and obsessed with working out um but you can't think of any for that description. Yeah. Yeah. Uh fun fun little subversion of uh I guess calling attention to how uh Equus is like pretty unusual amongst blue bloods from what we've seen yeah uh, oh in we, we we got another troll app we got we got door smash oh yeah door smash that's a good one um yeah let's just this is this is just like a really good overall uh route i would put this up in the top five probably hell yeah i would do we gotta we gotta go i gotta go back and actually make a top five um i keep saying that all right let's see all right. Um, do you want to talk about Lank? I would Lank-wa? love I, Lank. 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 Uh. Uh. Let me see if there's a pronunciation <laughs> on the. There's probably not. <laughs> probably not. I don't know. I've been I've been calling him Lank in my head, so I'm gonna say Lank. Um. Now. Now talking about routes that are just all about the the meta shit. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> this is a fun one. Uh I guess I can it, I I guess I'll just describe like what it is more than a direct summary. Well, first of all, I would like to say okay. I this is one of my vivid memories from when F- Friendson was coming out. Oh, I bet. People were pissed about this route. Oh, I bet. Um it's it's worth noting that uh one of the one of the first things they confirmed about Lank was that he's trans. So he was the first trans guy confirmed trans guy in Homestuck or Homestuck related media and mm-hmm. that like set an expectation and then the volume uh, like t- I see what it, they were doing. yeah they, they they like tugged the rug out from under everybody. Mhm. Oh, yeah, let's get to yeah. it. Let's talk about how... Lank. <laughs> All right, so Lank. All right, so okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, go a little bit more top down on this than usual because the story also does. So when you start out this route, um, it's it really rushes you to get to the conceit of it. Yeah. Um, you run into Linera, uh. The narrative is the the narration is like uh it like really pushes through like all right yeah MSPA our readers are acting weird um you weird stuff about fate uh, let's go to this party it doesn't matter how we got there um uh, Linera is there and she's wearing the same thing because uh, we would have to redraw sprites otherwise and you are uh just slutted up you are dressed uh in- impeccably fuckably um 
blah, 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 let's, let's get to the, like it, 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 it really like i'm basically quoting it word for word yeah um and how it sets up it, it just gets you there immediately so the you're you're we're already at the beginning and we're already like okay this isn't about whatever's going this, there, something is going on here yeah um and this is further uh we learn that uh Linera is there to, there's a, a jade blood boy that she uh wants to meet uh who's named blank um but this all comes to a head and it's very made very a- apparent when you're approached by Ardata. You realize the party you're going to is at Ardata's place. It's a big influencer party. Um, the nightmare scenario. Uh, code red. Yeah. Um, so Ardata, uh, asks you right up front, um, like just the spits off an end user license agreement. That's like, are like, you know, are you of 18 years or age and do you object to seeing like obscene material? Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. So if you, so, okay, there's two ways that this route can play out. Um, and they're quite different. Um, so should you say, uh, no, please keep it family friendly for me. Um, you get to experience this just dreadfully saccharine uh, poetry club sequence uh-huh. where you meet Lank uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like a sweet guy and uh, it's all lit out on the table. Like, you know, Lanera is anxious about meeting a boy she likes and it's it's just terrible. Like, there's this long poetry reading sequence. Maybe want to just blow my brains out. He's got a flower uh, crown on. He's wearing a flower crown. It is so fucking funny. Um, yeah, he's wearing a flower crown. Um, it's... And at the end, there's a lot... There's, like, you're going home afterwards. And Liner is like, I know I was established as liking girls, so it would be problematic if I were to like a boy. <laughs> but, you know, we can work through this. Um, and it's, at the end, it's like, you feel heckin' valid. It's so Um, funny. (laughs) It is just dripping with venom and spite. It's amazing. Um, the other, on the other hand, so, should you choose to not be a big baby, um, if you're like, uh, nah, I'm chill, uh, hit me with whatever you want, um, you meet Lank, uh, and... He is kind of just a fucking slime ball through and through. Yeah. Um, there's some drama with Linera, um, and you learn that you know maybe she, maybe there's she's like maybe she isn't being entirely honest in her intentions either. But okay, the the drama that comes up is like Lank accuses uh, Linera of like only coming here because she's just desperate to get laid. Um, like this is like her lot like. Her last change is approaching because they're getting older, and Jay Bloods live a life of chastity, yada yada. Like you have to lock their lifestyle. Um, the 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 insinuation is that Linera just is desperate to fill, to 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 fill a pail, so to speak, with somebody, and she thinks that Lank is like will fuck anything that moves, which, um, it's nasty. It's 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 some drama. Um. Regardless of whatever her motivations are, he does call her out in the middle of this party with some, and it's just generally nasty to her, and yeah. it's just immediately you realize that you should not be here. Uh, basically, uh, it's one of those situations. Yeah. Um, 
so uh but before you can get you out of there um the lank takes interest in you um there's uh there's like the, the whole dancing scene plays out um and eventually there's a scene where you and lank are in a you escape to a bedroom together um and while uh, while Branya shows up at the party and looks for him so you can either choose to uh fuck lank um or uh call for Branya and he and she uh yanks him home so the way this plays out uh if you uh if you call Branya um she shows she uh shows up she lectures him uh, they exchange some venom, um, where he's like, I know you're not, like, all pure and blah blah blah, like, just kind of more, more, like, I don't care how technically true it might be, like, you're out of pocket right now, my man, like, he's not, 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 not good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she drops some lines about, like, you have to treat your, we're gonna have a conversation about how you treat your, uh, your flushed quadrant partners. Um, she drags him home. Um, if you don't, uh, and if you decide to, uh, go and have sex with Lank, um, it cuts through all the nitty gritty, uh, it's, you know, it just kind of skips, you make, there's like, there's a description of like, you know, you make, you make out and then, you know, it skips the, the after it. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, he immediately is disinterested in you. Um, he doesn't give you any contact info. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you sucked in bed, bye. Uh, and you just kind of sit there and you're like, damn, I just got fucking stood up, uh, by my first troll one night stand. Damn. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what happens in Lank's route. Um, <sighs> say something about this, this online subculture war that I am in no way involved in and I don't have a horse in. I... I love Lank's route a lot. Um, first of all, I think I think one of the things worth saying is that the person that wrote this uh, also played a hand in writing the Homestuck epilogues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of sets a bar for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, yeah. This writer definitely knows who they're messing with. <laughs> Oh, for sure. This is the biggest piece of bait laid I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's so funny how Lonk is completely different in, in in both routes. Like it's it's not even like a ooh we we PGified him. It's it's literally just two completely different characters, and I think that's great. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's it, it it really um the placing of it is like in the last volume uh really seems significant to me like it seems like a statement of like uh buckle up or, or like if you want whatever we're running it, like if you want the real shit like you're gonna have to stop being a bit of a baby about it yeah that's like the statement that I get of it yeah uh yeah it's like the I, the thing that this reminded me the most of was, um, and uh, please don't take this as an insult, um, uh, Open Bound. Uh, I, I, I was gonna say, I, I was thinking the same thing. 
Really? Yeah. I, I like while, while you were while you were explaining, I was like, man, this this, this reminds me of this makes me think of like a like a more well done open bound. Like it feels. I would. Hmm. What were you gonna go say? What, no. What, go, you, you go ahead. Um, I feel like it's trying to do the thing that open bound did, but I feel like it's a more effective way of going about it. Um, because I don't feel like, okay. Hmm. Let me think. So what do you mean by more, by more effective? What do you mean? Um, when, when Hussey wrote Open Bound, I feel like he was, he was doing a thing where he was like, I'm going to mess with my fan base. Uh And in doing that, he picked a bunch of quote unquote modern stereotypes like like the the, the trolls in open bound were all not all mostly like t- tumblr area stuff like there were some tumblr jabs in there yeah um many most of them were yeah, <laughs> in yeah. some way uh, but when Hussey was doing it, Hussey was doing, like, the cranky old man thing. Right. Um, this, to me, reads like someone who has been involved in fandom stuff, like, thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been embedded, they know how it works, and that's why I don't think it's a coincidence that, like, one of the first things they confirmed about Lonk is that he was trans. Yeah. Uh, that, like, set a bar, it set expectations... And I think that bar and expectations is the, the 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 PG route that you can choose right. in this. It's 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 what everybody, quote unquote, wanted. They they wanted the the uwu, never hurt anybody, couldn't hurt a fly, flower crown trans guy. When right. in reality, that's that's not, he doesn't have to be that. He, he like he's. He's he's a slime ball. Like he he he's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does bring into question, uh, which which routes the canon route, uh, which I think is kind of the direction that uh pretty much all of the routes have been heading towards, especially with the sequence in the last route, uh, where there was like weird canon melding between routes going on uh you get what i'm saying am i explaining myself good i think so um i feel like it's very uh i mean the it's it's written with such derisiveness against the uh the the pg route that i can only i I can't imagine that that one's supposed to be the accepted one at all yeah um yeah, uh, the whole, uh, like, th- like I said, an issue that I have zero qualifications to comment on, um, but the, I, I see the whole, uh, like, debate about, uh, like, trans representation as, you know, being, like, safe, like, safe versus, uh, having more, like, fucked up, like, darker, uh, 
like trans and queer stories. Yeah. Like I see that it's like a, that's like a big topic of debate. Yeah. Uh, as of late, and like I've I've a I know people who are like deeply invested in it. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I it, it's I think I was not surprising it to be as bold as it is. Um, in terms of like how direct it is. Yeah. Uh, the thing that really entertains me about it is like how unobjectionable I found the content to be. Yeah. Um, like when when Ardana like leans in and like does like the le- <laughs> like goes she goes into into troll quirkified legalese and is like, um, are you an adult? Uh, I was like, oh, shit's gonna get like crazy up in here yeah. like i know what homestuck fans are capable of this is gonna this is gonna go off the walls yeah um like i don't know what i expected um but i was expecting it to be a little bit more salacious than like a description of a makeout and then like uh you did the sex so, um, so you wanted graphically described troll sex I don't, I don't want to say that. I, I did not want it. Uh, to clarify, I did not want graphic troll sex. Um, but I was, by how, uh, like, how much it leans into, like, babies beware, I was, I was really surprised at how tame it was. I, I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like the agreement at the beginning was, was there ba- just purely on the, like, segment where he's talking about Lynera's nook. I was like, true. I don't, I don't want, I don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I like this. Uh, true. I, that was, um, that's probably the most graphic description we've ever gotten of like troll bits ever. And it scared me. And it's me. like, to, and it's to be misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had no awareness of like the whole, of like a uh, blank being trans. Like that, yeah. that was a detail. Yeah. Um, so that it did not factor into my reading of it at all. Um, yeah, I did the, I, I did like the, uh, the, uh, the R rated route, um, first, because I thought like my assumption was like, Oh, I'll get this uncensored. And then I can go back and I see what they changed for the yeah. uh, baby, for the baby. <laughs> route. Um, and I was very surprised. I was very glad I decided to go back and do that because of how different it was. Um, but yeah, like, uh, the, the, I guess that makes more that that makes more sense to me now because like given how like you know softcore the content is, um, it makes sense that there's like that added context to it that it's like more provocative by just nature of like being about it like being about a trans character who like isn't uh necessarily what some people would call positive representation. Yeah, I mean he isn't like uh well I guess it depends what you define good representation as, which is again topic I'm very qualified to speak on. Uh, but it's just as far as, you know, being a character, you know, he's a very believable, uh, fucking misogynist slime ball. So sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess if anything, um, as someone who is like, not as immersed, not as invested or really immersed at all in like the homesuck subculture wars, um, like I, I don't think I hang out with many people who would be super pissed off that this exists. So like I don't really under, I don't really have much perspective from the other side. Yeah. Um. But like, my reader experience, uh, honestly, like if anything, it took me out of it, uh, to a little bit of an uncomfortable degree where it was like, it felt like it was making a big deal out of nothing. Um. 
So I think I may just have not been the target audience in that regard. But yeah. I think that it, it it might ultimately hurt how it holds up a little bit. But with context, um, I, I think it's quite fun uh, how this is like one of the last routes and how it definitely feels deliberate that it's like this is one of the notes that you can just be left with. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I I enjoyed it. Um the <laughs> but like I I guess as with anything uh like when I'm not invested in in an online culture like subculture war uh it, it, I'm it's really just like I'm reading one side's crying <laughs> crying soy jack chad wojack uh <laughs> meme and I'm like yeah the crying soy wojacks sure sound like they're dumbasses. <laughs> so true. And you know, I, I probably I probably would agree with the with the Chad Wojak in this situation. Um, but it just makes it a little bit harder to process in good faith, uh, as like an outside reader. And maybe that maybe it sound like I'm being like a weird asshole. Um or like or a debate lord or whatever, but I was just it was I was a little bit blindsided by how aggressive it gets when reading it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Understandable. Um, yeah. Fun stuff uh overall. Um yeah, I when I was reading it initially, uh one of the things I like that I thought was like did they put this at the end because it was going to be controversial and they wanted to like slope off they wanted like the they didn't want this to occur like during like the new like when it was like novel and there was like a big boom of readers. Yeah. But I think that uh after learning that detail that about uh, Lang's identity, that like it feels a bit more like it's at the end to prove a point, yeah, uh, or like to lead you in to to um where the plot is going next, or where Homestuck in in general is going next. Yeah, I'm nodding. Yeah. I'm nodding very hard. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty 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 good overall. Um. And yeah, I would say if you hate this, then you are probably a big baby. <laughs> Get over it. I'm saying it. Whoa, this guy's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Although, I, I, but whatever. We can move on. I don't, I don't care about fucking dancing around trying to. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I've said. Right. I've said what I everything. Everything that I've said, I meant. All right, we can move on. Um, we can talk about Barzum and Baisley. Barzum and Baisley. Um. Another, uh, uh, clown kids. Woo! Why are, we keep getting clown kids. We keep having to babysit clown kids. And by keep having to, I mean, it's only happened twice, but it's weird that it's happened more than once. These are the, these are the clowniest kids we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, so this one is a, a little, little bit strange. Uh, so we, we start out this route by by being led into, we, we find a haunted house in the middle of the wilderness. Uh, a very haunted looking house. Um, and, uh, so forget, so I, I played around with this route a little bit, um, because of, it's constructed a little bit unconventionally. Yeah. Um, all, all roads you could take just lead you back, lead you back to this house. Uh, you can't escape it from what I could tell. You just, you gotta go in, um, uh, no early bad end for you. So we we find ourselves uh, entering this creepy haunted looking house. 
uh, just as as day begins to to break and we can and and the sun starts to threaten to to boil us alive. So we find ourselves in this creepy haunted house, um, and not only uh, are we in this, we, we are not we find ourselves not alone. Um, we 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 encounter uh, Burzum and Baisley, uh, the twin uh, clown kids. Um, they introduce themselves to us, uh, with, uh, some familiar, uh, familiar lines we may be, we may be, uh, a bit attuned to at this point. Um, and we end up in this stable time loop scenario where, uh, we meet Burzum and Baisley, we meet Burzum, we meet Barzum and Baisley, uh, they introduce themselves to us, uh, and they kill us in some comical uh some comical looney tunes ass clown uh circus themed way so after a couple times of waking up uh going through the same corridor and uh getting clown murdered uh we remember uh who we are and what we are on this planet to do which is to make friends so we approach this from a more friendship oriented angle um and uh we quickly learn that the twins are not all bad um we, we, they let us down out of their trap, uh, after we simply talked to them, uh, and we learn a little bit of better background about them. They are, um, they're not siblings. They have, trolls have no conception of siblings, but apparently they're of the same mind, uh, two trolls hatch from one egg. Uh, so that's fun. Scary. I guess. <laughs> Frightening. A little, a little bit creepy. Um, uh, they're easily won over, uh, by our, our friendship techniques. Um, and, uh, we learned they were, uh, tr- they've been trapped in this house. They've been, tra- they have been unable to leave. Um, so we walk them out the front door and we leave. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Uh, on our way out, uh, they kind of fuck with us a little bit and you're like, damn, you guys really got me good with all that time travel stuff back there. And they're like, all we did was make the hallway spooky. Uh, they, they have no recollection of any time shenanigans of ever meeting you before uh, the, the, the successful escape attempt. Uh, so you are left wandering away from this house and uh, intent in to go hang out with these weird little kids, but left with this question of what was going on back there? Whoa, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, I have very little to say about Barzum and Baisley. They are, it, 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 it's a very mechanical chapter that yeah. this happens. Yeah, it's, it's strange that this is like the quote unquote last one. Like it's the last, like the, the way it's all structured, like mm-hmm. this is, this is the last friend we made. And it's, yeah. it's so, it just happens. <laughs> it, it really, uh, with the epilogue, it really reads, um, that it's, it, it, we're supposed, I, I think this is just supposed to, all the significance of this is supposed to come out, like, knowing, uh, what our mission is on Alternia. Yeah. Like, um, like, I can, I can feel the, the, the vibes of this is, this is like the route where. MSPA reader is now like aware of like what's been going on and is like almost yeah. there. 
but it's yeah. it's so non there's no grandness to it. Like it, it feels like the reveal of, Oh, MSBA readers been in likely multiple loops just like this throughout all of the previous routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, no, we made the hall spooky. Like, the... <laughs> I don't really have an issue with it. Um, from that, like, I don't have a problem with it being like, like that. Um, yeah, I also kind of expected the finale to be, like, you know, uh, everybody comes in and there's a big party. Or at least, you know, maybe not so simple and, like, you know, PG-esque, but, like, I expected there to be, like, in I expected the, like, the 11th hour to have a bit more of, like, a collection of characters appear. Yeah. Um. I, I, I started to wonder if the long route was intentionally supposed to be in the position of this route. Uh, because in the achievements, the achievements for the routes are swapped. The, the, the Lonk achievements okay. are last and the, the Barsman Baisley achievement is first. Uh, huh. so I, I, I don't know. Could, yeah. Could be that that was just a mistake when they were putting the achievements up or it could be that the actual order was changed at some point in development and that wasn't updated. Who knows? Um, I could believe this is the last one, like. The Lonk one is, like, also, you know, I don't think that, like, well, it certainly makes more of a statement, like, it's not really any more plot significant than this one is, uh, and the, the way that, like, this is kind of stripped down and, like, very plot-driven, um, and then immediately led into by the Doc Scratch epilogue, I think, makes this feel a lot more ominous. Yeah. Um... Let's just talk about the doc scratch. Let's just talk about the doc scratch up a lot. There was actually a bug that I noticed. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Bug ticket. Yeah. Uh. When 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 you're doing this route and you finish the you, you finish the Barzman Basley stuff. Uh. The windscreen doesn't actually come up. I don't know if that's how it was on your end. Uh. But the windscreen did not come up, and there is a drawn windscreen. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. Because um. I what because uh whenever I finished this, it just kicked me immediately into the like the do you want to understand screen? Yeah, it, before it, I got it, to the season, it played the sound and like they they the sprites like faded from the screen, but then they came back up and then I clicked and then it was like the the, the do you want to understand? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Team, Homestuck team, fix this. I know you haven't updated this game in years, but can you fix this, please? <laughs> make it open source we'll open up a request we'll fix <laughs> yeah. it for you uh but yeah do we want to understand yeah so um something that i noticed is this actually had like when i went back to reread uh the long route um just to make sure it was fresh in my mind uh at the end of that it also will throw you into this um i think it's just like if you've completed them both if you completed both of the trolls in this, uh, in this chapter, um, I think we'll just throw you into this at the end of it. Yeah. So, I, I, that, that, whatever bug this also happens for Long's route, uh, because I did notice it also happened. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, not everybody's going to be reading them from left to right. Yeah. Notably, though, um, I think it, uh, I could be mistaken, but for, I, I think it only kicks you into the, uh, do you want to understand, uh, from like, the the R-rated one. I see. Uh, check that for yourself though, because I could be misremembering it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that would be interesting. 
yeah, so we get pulled into the uh, the Doc Scratch epilogue. Um, so after we've completed all of our friendship, all, all, we've made all of our prospective friends in Alternia. Um, we uh, we find ourselves once again wandering around uh, Fazer's cemetery. Uh, he is nowhere to be found, um, and perhaps it's better that we don't run into him again because of his unfortunate condition. Um, but we we find ourselves in that pit again with the window in it. And uh, we are guided through the window by the voice uh, of none other than Doc Scratch. Oh my God! Um, so, our our, our final uh, our final moments with MSP Reader uh, are in Doc Scratch's uh, apartment. Um, he reveals to us uh, that he was puppeteering us through this entire time. Oh my um, God! Uh, he frees our mind from our our single minded friendship stupor. Um, and we immediately, uh, MSG Reader is overwhelmed, uh, by the realization that, uh, not only are all their bonds that they have formed, uh, on false premises and the existential horror of, uh, maybe none of your, maybe none of your friends are really your friends in the first place. Um, coupled with the revelation that, uh, you may have been endangering them. Um, you, you did just learn that, uh. You've been doing everything you've done has been at the behest of this shady character, and you've been working with a lot of trolls doing treasonous shit. Um, yeah. Uh, Doc Scratch kind of uh tries a little bit like, do you really think that everything happening up here was really like? Do you really think you could make it this whole way, uh, on your own? Like you just crash later from Earth and. Somehow you just happened to uh, not get yourself murder killed at every opportunity. Uh, I was I was doing all this. Um, it's a bit of a bullshit reveal, and I really love it. It works really well for me. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we are we are left feeling stranded uh, and scared. Um, but uh, Scratch invites us to if we want to understand uh, what our part in this whole thing is. Uh, that we can read a short little webcomic. And he sits us down and says, Here, I have a guest to handle. Why don't you read Homestuck? And it opens Homestuck in your browser, and the game ends. This is the best way that it could have ended. I <laughs> I agree. I love the whole opens homestuck.com in, in your browser. <laughs> Check this out. Um, it's like a creepypasta game. <laughs> um, It turns out uh, I re- when when this route came out, I I found like a, a a jarringly high, and by that I mean like five or six posts from people saying that they had no idea what Homesuck was. They got Hive Swap, and at some point, unaware of Homestuck, and played Friendsend because it was the follow up to Hive Swap, and they just discovered Homestuck, and. Which is scary to me. I, what, an inc- what an incredible mind to have. It's it's crazy, but this this the sequence did lead to people reading Homestuck for the first time, which is good. Thumbs up. Great. Uh, but, but yeah, I like you said it is it is bullshit, but it's good. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Um. I re- I really like this ending. Uh. Friendsim has been lamp, kind of like lampshading a lot of my complaints for a while, um, and I, I I've tried not to bitch too acutely about them uh, ever since we had like our longer discussions about like you know, MSJ reader you know 
can't stop lying, um, yeah. and all that. Uh, and, like, the, the, the pointed, like, they never develop. Um, and, and it's been riffing on that uh, more and more over time towards the end. And I really would talk about it too much because I was afraid to speculate too wildly or, like, set that, set any standards for myself that I would be really disappointed by the ending. But I like this as a way to wrap it up a lot. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's, it, it addresses everything that needs to be addressed. Um, it's, 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 it's technically very competent. Uh, it covers, you know, why are we here? Like, how could we be here? Um, like, how are we speaking alternative? Like, how are we doing all these things? Um, and it really turns it all, I think, into, it, it, it transforms it into a very compelling piece of the story also, I think is the beauty of it, because, um, ultimately, like, if this weren't, if, if, if there weren't something to tie it into much higher stakes, yeah. um, with Homestuck stuff, like, a lot of the stuff we've done with, like, Tizius, or, like, all, all the discussions we've had about, like, changing Alternia, like, would kind of feel, like, ultimately insignificant in the, in the, in the path of Homestuck canon, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like this is a way to, you know, bring it all together. Yeah. Uh. And uh, make so I officially can't really complain about MSP Reader being a, a, a weird, unbelievable character. Um, I I enjoy the notion that while Doc Scratch was handling Spade Slick, MSPA Reader's just in another room reading Homestuck. Yeah, right. It's good. It's good. Really, re- really good. Uh, did <laughs> the I, I I read like a bunch of theories when this first came out and there was so much back and forth on whether uh this was a a retcon and that this MSPA reader was the same MSPA reader that was at the stump the the, oh the gun stump uh and if this was a a retcon of that into them now being in Doc Scratch's room here's my theory uh, that that MS reader shot themselves, <laughs> and they were re they were resurrected by Doc Scratch like a destiny ghost, and then <laughs> and then he was like he put them on Alternia to do his bidding. That's good. That's a good theory. Um, yeah. Uh, Doc Scratch, Homestuck, Cannon. Woo! Um, I love Doc woo! Scratch now. Woo! Woo! Yeah, uh, I guess that was Friendsim. We um, did it! Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked Friendsim overall, I think. Hell yeah. I think that's um, the, the common opinion of the masses. Good, because it good. is good. Probably, I, I still maintain that it probably could have benefit from, like, Cutting out like somewhere between like twenty to thirty percent of the featured trolls. Uh, I can get behind that. down a little bit. <laughs> um, but overall, uh, I I I think it paints a very uh interesting picture of Alternia, um, and like Alternian culture, and it's, so so some of uh so, so and I think an interesting element of this. I was talking with Alex about this the other night. Um, actually, uh, about how, like, a, a big kind of disconnect between Friendsim and Homestuck that is hard to reconcile, I think, is, like, 
the the alternative that we are like shown and told of in uh hive bent in act five act one is like so much worse than the uh the alternative that we are shown uh in friend sim yeah right well i mean um, we're we're earlier in the timeline exactly i was i was gonna say like I, I, that's kind of, like, always been, like, the disconnect there, um, and also talking about how that was kind of his hardest problem with it, uh, for, for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, like, the Doc Scratch ending also, I think, deals with that criticism, or I, I, in my head, I can be like, okay, I can, that explains that for me, where, like, if this is earlier in the timeline, like, it, 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 it suggests that, like, uh, MS Pre readers work on behalf of Doc Scratch, like may have contributed to Alternian society getting uh crueler and more closed off, even to the point where we see it in uh in Homestuck. Yeah. Um which is like really dismal, uh yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's really unfortunate, like all like, you know, Artisius's and you know, yeah. Tizius, yeah, uh, probably did not, probably did not get away all that well uh, at the end of all this. Yeah. Um, although, uh, yeah, like, man, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit depressing. Yeah, but it it, it ties all together in a neat way that I like a lot. Yeah, um, I, I like it too. So yeah. I uh I think this is a a good a, a a good contribution to the to Homestuck as a whole. Um even though it's a little bit rough around the edges, uh it pleasantly surprised me um with with how well it managed to bring it up to the end, br- br- bring it all together at the end. So yeah, two thumbs up for Frenson. Uh how do you feel about it in relation to Hive Swap? Are you are you excited for Hive Swap Act 2 even more now now that you've met the entire cast. It, it's it, it's a little bit weird to have tied this all in the homestuck and then remember that this is technically still, uh, f- uh, like teaser material for the video game. Um, yes. Uh, I I, I hope to see more of my favorites. Well, <laughs> should I rip the bandaid off now? Sure. Um, this game and all of the characterizations of the characters are in a in a in a newly established category of homestuck media called oh no. called dubiously canon oh no we're uh, here um and when we get to when we get to hive swapped act 2 uh you're going to get to find out very quickly how the characters as they're portrayed in Frensim don't exactly line up with how they're portrayed in Hive Swept Act 2. That'll be fun. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh Yeah. So 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 keep keep that in mind because a lot of people ended up kind of angry when Hive Swept Act 2 came out. Uh because uh maybe their favorite troll wasn't as nice as they expected. Um or maybe didn't even get a roll at all. <laughs> they're going to make Elward straight. Ah! There's actually some controversy about L word, but we'll get to that when we talked about. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
I, I, when, when I was going into, into Hive Swap Act 2, um, I went into it in the mindset of friend sim was Doc Scratch controlling everything. I, I expect a clean slate. Like, I expect no references to friend sim events, like, at all. Like, even, even to the point of, like, characters being, like, just, just, I expect a little, little differences. Uh, mainly on the front that, like, the development teams were kind of different, different writers and all that, but. I don't know. Doc Scratch's involvement, like, immediately after the reveal at the end, it, like, throws everything into question for me. Uh, because Doc Scratch was, like, resetting everything, causing all this causality stuff uh-huh. to the point where MSP re- MSPA Reader was straight tripping towards the end. Tripping balls, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that... <sighs> hmm. The, the way that, like, I... The way that, like, the ending made sense to me was, like, that Doc Scratch is, like, using MS Pre-Reader to influence these trolls who, like, are this way, but, like, could perhaps use some nudging into his designs. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a little disappointing. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. And it can, it can be fun to, uh... I imagine that we'll have some fun comparing, doing some comparing and contrasting. Yeah, it'll be even more yeah. fun when we get to Friendsim's critically acclaimed question mark sequel, spiritual Pest- successor. Um, um, buddy, <laughs> it's not a spiritual successor. It's just a successor. It's it's literally a direct sequel. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, you, you, we get to revisit MSPA Reader in the future as a character. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the, how the tables have turned. I'm, I'm interested to see how MSPA Reader's character has developed in the future. <laughs> uh, woo! I, I, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love, I love this era of Homestuck content. I think it's all very exciting. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, right. Frensem, well, thumbs up. Two of them. Yeah. We've, 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 wrapped, we've wrapped Frensem. Make it four thumbs up from the, the two of us collectively. Hell yeah. So, uh, we, we've, we've buried Frensem. We've put it behind us. What, what are we looking to, uh, to in the future? Oh boy. What, awa- what awaits us next uh, in our journey? If I can, if I, uh, oh wait, no, I have it written on my notebook. I have to get the name correct. <laughs> I know this one. You know this one. Come on. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Next up on a Homestuck co- podcast. Well, first of all, we're taking we're taking next week off. Yeah. If you- uh, no episode next week. Uh, we've been we've been late in like every episode on the Patreon. We're really sorry, guys. Recently, uh, so we are taking a week off. Uh, we're fixing our faces. Uh, and we'll be back uh, better than ever. Uh, when when is this gonna come out? Um, uh, this this will come out on the twenty fifth, and then we'll be back on the ninth. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So if you're if you're if you're not an up to date listener, disregard that. You you'll probably be caught up. Who cares? Uh, yeah. But if you if you if you're a fiend and consume these episodes the moment they come out. 
We're, you gotta we'll, find something else to do next week. We'll miss you. We'll miss you. We'll miss you. All right. Uh, so, but after that, but, what, what 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 can what what can our listeners expect to come back with on the night? Uh, next next time, uh, we're gonna be reading Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff and the Quest for the Missing Spoon. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I haven't read it at all yet uh, because. When I decided that we were going to be covering this, I was like, now's my chance. I can order the book. I hadn't ordered the book. <laughs> it, it had been on my mind for like years since it came out. Uh, uh-huh. And I finally I finally got my hands on the $50 book that's overpriced because half of the book is hollowed out with a spoon in it. <laughs> it is really expensive. It is absurdly so. It, it's very funny to pay an extra $25 for just plain white pages. The things I do for Homestuck. It's, it's the ultimate scam, and I, I'm i okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting, because it's it's written, well, co-written by Drill, uh, and Casey Green does the art. Uh, and we, we enjoyed Casey Green's spadge uh, comics in Paradox Space. Casey Green is an established uh, uh, voice in the Homestuck multiverse yes. i think and very look much looking forward to coming i mean this. technically drill too because drill did a little bit of writing for hive swap proper uh i forgot about that yeah uh but it'll be interesting i'm excited a a a, a nice cohesive narrative featuring sweet bro and hello jeff yep well all right uh shall we wrap this one up then I think uh, sure. we're just going to put as any. Sure. All right. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys so much uh, for hanging out with us for our discussion of High Slot Friends Sim. Um, you've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Probably should have said that first, but <laughs> regardless. I'm Aiden. And I'm John. Um, John, would you like to thank our patrons? I would love to. Shoutouts to the Big Eight. Uh, Tezrak. Danny. Caffeine. Gareth F., Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E., and Darsh. Thank you for money. Thank you guys for money. Uh, means a lot. Uh, very cool. Um, if you would like to join the illustrious ranks of our patrons, uh, you can go to patreon.com, patreon.com slash ahpcast, uh, where you can give us money uh, for benefits such as early episodes on weekends, um question mark uh your <laughs> fan troll nfts and much more at patreon.com slash ahpcast so make sure uh give us give us a shout out give give, give, it, give that a shot if you are in the business of uh giving your money away um if you are not uh i would also like to shout out to extend a warm shout out to all of our listeners in general um paid or not paid um really the difference does not matter uh we love you guys um Amazing stuff that anybody's tuning in, uh, listening to us uh, bullshit on about our favorite webcomic. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, listening in. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, and finally, our third shout out, as usual, goes to our artist and editor, Alex. Um, and every, everything around here, all things are possible through Alex. Uh, he, do, he he enables us. Uh, he's the greatest. We love him. Shout out, Alex. Um, and with that, uh, we will see you again next time 
um, as we move on from High Swap Friendsim and cover uh, Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff in the Quest for the Missing Spoon. See you guys next time. See you.